Welcome. Happy Friday. It's December 11th, 2015, and this is Travelog, the podcast of Condé Nast Traveler. I'm here with Mara Walters, our digital executive editor, Paul Brady, our senior editor, Jaina Maleri, our senior style editor, Mara Balaktas, our assistant fashion editor, Calder Quinn, our producer and web editor. My name is Brad Rickman. I'm the digital director, and we are here to talk about holiday gifts. It's the season. Uh, but first, as we do every week, we are going to sample the cocktail of the week. This one is called the Big Bad Manhattan, and it comes to us. Mara, you want to you want to tell us where the cocktail comes yeah, from? Yeah, sure. It comes to us from Oxford, Mississippi, from the chef John Currens, who is a staple in the very tiny town. Um, and what's interesting about the drink is that a lot of esoteric ingredients are um, illegal in Oxford. So the team infuses their liquors with various ingredients. They make their own bitters. They've sort of found a way around the system to make these really inventive, delicious cocktails. And since this is a southern drink, um, bacon is is a requisite garnish. I think bacon should always be a requisite garnish. <laughs> Agreed. All right, everybody, have a little sip of the Big Bad Manhattan. Mmm. It's delicious. That bacon mm. just that fin- that bacon finish on the palate really ties the whole thing together. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's no. very good. Well, it's it's surprisingly holiday y, which is appropriate. Um, so we have done a lot of work on holiday gifts in the magazine. We had um, a multi-page gift guide that Mara's going to talk to us about. Um, and we also did a bunch of work on the website. We've had a, a lot of content rolling up this week. Janie, you've been working on a lot of that. Um, Paul and I and Mara have worked on all of that. Um, so, uh, you know, Mara, I, I, I figure maybe, and Jana, maybe we can start by talking about some of the really great um fashion and style content that you guys have pulled together for this. Yes, definitely. We can. Um, I think everyone should visit the site to check out our gift guides. Yes. cntraveler.com slash reports slash holiday dash 2015 dash gift dash guide. Everything's there. Everything is there, truly. I think um, we have all of our bases covered. We have gifts for every price range and different kinds of travelers. Um, so if you want to go sort of... Um, crazy over the top you absolutely can and if what's you, the most crazy over the top thing that's there that you can actually that you could that you could wear or that you could like the ferrari i yeah, get the ferrari yeah i'm down with the ferrari we have some pretty spectacular jewels in um in a few of the gift guides that came from the magazine mm-hmm. definitely all of the pieces from bulgari verdura you know, Van Cleef and Arpels, all of those things are kind of one-of-a-kind pieces or vintage pieces that have been bought back by the companies um, in recent times. So I think all of those are kind of really special for a gift guide. How much is that jewel-encrusted handbag? The Dolce & Gabbana one? Yeah, because that one is pretty cool. That actually is about 9000 a bargain. Yeah. So I mean, for, for listeners, one of the things that we did in the magazine is we organized them um, by place. So we have a set of gifts 
that the team has chosen that are inspired by a particular place. Mara, how did that? How did you guys decide on the places that you were going to be inspired by? Did the products come first? Did the did the, did the gifts come first, or did the were there a set of places that you really felt, or is it sort of you sort of look at a set of things and you say like, oh, that really reminds us of this place? Um, we definitely chose the inspiration and the destinations by where we actually want it to be as editors. And I think all of these seven destinations are all so different from one another that they, you know, they have a little something for everyone. So depending on where you are in the world, you know, you can be in St. Moritz, you can be in Hong Kong, you can be in St. Kitts. All of these things have such different pieces that I think anyone could find something that they will love no matter where they are. And I think it's really worth picking up. It's always worth picking up an issue of the magazine. Um, But this gift guide in particular, I think, is so, so stunning. It's just really fun to look through it, Um, you know, even if you're not in the market for a $9,000 embellished bag, which you should be. But if you're not, that's fine. But it's just like it's very, very fun to look through. And um, I think Mara and the rest of the team should be super proud of it. And everyone should get a copy. Oh, that's uh, yeah. Okay. What was your... What was the location that you were kind of most interested in um, or that you felt like the the stuff was most kind of beautiful or appealed to you personally most, Mara? Um, Personally, I would have to say St. Kitts because I think being in New York in December and in the cold weather, you always want to be transported to somewhere warm. So I think the palm trees and the orchids and the green and the blue kind of landscape really makes me want to go there and transports me to a tropical environment. The pieces that you chose for that page are also, they're so fitting, and it's a lot of really cool organic shapes that feel sort of mm-hmm. tropical and nature-inspired, and I think it works really well. So, Jaina, you've been working on a bunch of pieces for the site. What are some of the things, and Mara, you've been working on them as well, mm-hmm. what are some of the things that you guys are excited about this season? Um, I'm excited about a bunch of stuff because um, I love the holidays and I love presents. So one of the guides that we worked on was, you know, everything under $50 mm-hmm. and, you know, trying very much to keep travelers in mind um, and, you know, just trying to see what people are looking for when they travel and what are gifts that we can offer that will make their travels a little bit more fun or a little bit more luxe or a little bit more easy. And two of the things that I really love that are in our under 50 gift guide, one is the Beaker water bottle. Beaker is B-K-R. And I think this is something that people don't think about when they travel. You always see people going through um, the check-in and they're like chugging their bottle of Poland Spring because they have to throw it out by the time they get up front. And I think what I see less often are people who come prepared with their actual water bottle, and Beaker makes a great one. It's glass, um, which means it's really sturdy. It's also, I think, kind of beautiful. Um, they come in a lot of different colors, and you can just, you know, you can just bring it with you, and then once you're through, you can fill it up in the airport, and then I think when you get on the plane, rather than sort of waiting and bothering the flight attendants and getting a tiny glass of water that you drink in a second, and then you're just as dehydrated as, you know, 
you were 10 minutes ago, I think that what you can do is just go and fill it up and the beaker comes in a liter size. So you do that once, twice if you're on a super long flight and then you're in really good shape when you land. So is it, is it, I've seen you carrying this one around the office and it's actually really beautiful. Like you know, mm-hmm. most, you see a lot of these um, uh, water bottles that people have and they look kind of humdrum by this time. Yeah. This one looks really distinctive. It I, is. I mean, the, the size is impressive because like I said, it's a liter. So it's a, it is a bigger bottle and they come in smaller sizes, but um, it's just very, very chic. It's very clean. It's interesting. The um, they're sold in the beauty section. Really? Yeah, just because the founders of the company really believe that water is actually a beauty product, which it is. And sure. People don't think about it in that way, but so they made that conscious decision, I think, to be stocked alongside beauty products, and it actually makes sense. So I think um, so. That's one of my picks. So it's forty-five bucks, and then similar. I guess you could. I'm pretty focused on hydration. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Got to keep that skin looking fresh and clear. That's what water's all about. Um, We also have a face spray by Grown Alchemist. They're an amazing brand, like beloved cult beauty brand. And um, it's a face spray, which I think, you know, people know about that and they bring face sprays when they travel. But this one smells so, so amazing, but it's kind of subtle. So I feel like you won't, if you're spraying your face, you're not like if you're spraying your seatmate, they're not going to freak out. Um, <laughs> is it is it just water with a scent in it? No, it's like this combination of antioxidants and other like ionized particles. Things. It's just whole. And you're supposed um, to use it on the plane. And yeah, you can use it on the plane. It's just like it's hydrating and it's very refreshing. And I think it's just kind of nice, kind of nice to treat yourself, um, to pamper yourself a little bit when you're on a plane because you know depending on how you're traveling, chances are no one else is going to be pampering you. (laughs) So (laughs) you have to do it yourself. But this is really great. And it's, you know, you can take it in your carry-on. It's 31 bucks. And um, I feel like it's one of those things that even if you're not in first class, it kind of makes you feel like you are. And I have to say, this is probably one of my favorite categories for the gift guide. These are gifts that are under $50 that are all basically small enough to be stocking stuffers. Mm -hmm. I highly encourage everyone to go check it out. It's going to give you great ideas. So kudos to Jaina and the team for pulling that together. Mara, what were you interested in that stuff? Well, I was really impressed overall by how beautiful so many of the products were. They looked so much more expensive than they actually are and also functional and kind of like a why don't I have this and why didn't I think of it kind of way. Um, so one of my favorites was the Hario Japanese ceramic coffee mill. I just thought it was like a piece of art in addition to being just like a wonderful workable thing that you would want to have on the road. I was really surprised that it was $48. It looks like it should be three Me times that too. price. Yeah, really. Um, and I thought the the grounds, um, this is grounds cord taco. Just the idea of keeping everything in one place is so is so genius. It's something that you can throw in your bag and really could be as much a staple as your as your iPhone is. The cord taco. What is the cord yeah. taco? It's a device that keeps all of your cords organized and in one place. Like the idea being that the last thing you want to do is rifle through your headphones and all the other various cords that you would need to plug into a seat dock. Super cute. It's got a little reindeer antlers on the It is really cute. Yeah. Um, And this just keeps everything streamlined, untangled, and seems to be like just such a a way to make your life easier, such a smart way to make your life easier. I also like it because it doesn't look like a tech product to me, which I appreciate. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Because, you know, I think so many of these... fighting words. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I like the fact that it stores my tech products, but I like having that sort of balance. So it actually is, it's supposed to look like um, 
Rudolph. It's supposed mm-hmm. to look like reindeer fur. It's not. Um, <laughs> is it, is it, yes, it is. I see the Wait, little Rudolph. nose. Anybody who goes to check out the the, the twenty best travel gifts under fifty dollars on cntraveler.com, you are when you get to slide six, you will see a delightful Rudolph uh, cord taco. I defy you not to buy this when you see it. <laughs> when is the next time you'll see a product that the first two things that come to mind are a Mexican specialty? And a classic Christmas time mythological character. It's true. And everyone should buy it because the Rudolph Cord Taco, they have others that are not um, reindeer themed, but this one for the holidays, they painted some of them with glow in the dark red paint. So if you get one that when you turn off the light, it glows in the dark, the, the nose part glows in the dark, you, oh, you win a gift they, card. That's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> it's like Willy Wonka's golden ticket. Yeah. There's a lot of beautiful design in here. And I, I'm, 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 I was very pleased to see that there, there were, well, there was actually a cologne in there. That's very nice, the campfire cologne. So, what in terms of those are all kind of like little sort of gadgety things. Were there any garments, jackets? You know, we talked last time about, um, you know, being on the plane and and sort of space saving things. Were, were there any things that you found that you guys included that are sort of for travelers, but they're they're stylish? you know, clothes, that kind of thing. Yes. One of the things that we included, and you guys can laugh all you want at the name and the concept, we included a dickie. Wait, a what? <laughs> I love a dickie. I wear one in the office. I mean, yeah. what's a not to love about a dickie? It's so multi-purpose. <laughs> it's multi-purpose, multi-use. Um, they're givers and receivers. But now we're going to have to mark this explicit language. <laughs> but wait, hold on. Are we talking about Dickie as in the classic Detroit company Dickie? No. no. no a different type of Dickie. So this is D-I-C-K-Y. No. It's I-E. I-E. It's a I- piece of clothing. It's basically a – it's not even really a half shirt. It's just essentially the front of a shirt, and you use it as a layering piece. So it doesn't add any bulk, but it essentially just gives you a collar. And Koss has a couple this year, and they have one that's really great with a, like, beautiful scalloped collar and I think that if you are traveling it's amazing because it takes up no room because it's basically like a quarter of a shirt but you can layer it under everything and like what is not to love about a dickie is this a a thing that women and men can wear yes not the one that we featured in the guide yeah but do Um, they make one the ones for dudes as well yeah they make turtleneck versions they make collared shirt versions and just the and the actual like mechanics of this it's so it's like a a shirt front almost like a smock it's kind of an illusion of a shirt without the extra bulk we also have a vest for the for the gentleman so i don't want anyone here to feel left out but we have a, a land's end very classic sort of preppy meets hippie Best. What do you like about the what do you what do you like about the vest? Same thing as you know. I think that when you're traveling, you always need layering pieces, and a vest is great for that. And it also sort of like it's very adaptable as a piece because you can put on a heavy sweater underneath it. And depending, I mean, obviously, if the weather is severe, then you need a jacket. But I think that you can get away with if you have a good down vest, you can get away with being out in the winter when you're like so over your winter coat in a couple of layers and a vest. So I think that it's, you know, it's just a really good packing piece. It's smaller than a coat, obviously. So, and I think Land's End just makes like the classic version. Everyone should have one. You know, one piece that you worked on this week that I thought was really interesting was the um, the Chelsea Boots story. Mm-hmm. So explain that. Like, what is the story behind the Chelsea Boot? 
so the Chelsea boot is... Or why do you like it for, you know, why why were you sort of saying this is the boot that is the thing to wear when you're going through security? Yeah, I mean, I think people are always looking for that's, you know, something super easy, right? Because in a lot of airports, you still have to take off your shoes as you go through security. And so, you know, laces are a hassle. Um, and, you know, as it gets colder, you want a boot. And a lot of boots have either, you know, a zipper or a lace or something. And a Chelsea boot has neither of those. It's always a pull-on boot. It's usually a fairly low heel. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you can get, I think in our um, roundup, we have a ton of different options. We have like a purple, I think sort of velvet option. We have snake embossed one. I mean, it's like a boot that comes in every color and every sort of um, leather and, and every style. But it's just great because it's the protection of a boot, but it's the ease of basically a slip-on loafer. Yeah, it sounds like something super super flexible in terms of style, but it always maintains that that practicality of getting through. Yeah, I think that's a great way to put it. Uh why, thank you. And uh, oh, wow. lest the gentlemen feel left out, we did feature a pair of Everlane loafers at a really pleasing price point, $170, um, that very easily mm-hmm. take you through security to cocktails to business meetings and all of the things that you would need. What do they Paul, look like? Paul Brady's wearing them now. He's got one slipped off because he's being comfortable. Through the magic of radio, yes, I am wearing those <laughs> right now. Right now. Size 11. <laughs> Everlane's a really interesting company, though. Like, um, I, I know you—you you guys are both huge fans of Everlane, mm-hmm. right? And this is somebody that we've been working. What to say a little bit about what Everlane sort of represents? What they do—that's special. It's—it's very—it's very—they're um, very conscious about um, their environmental, their their mm-hmm. sort of sourcing, those kinds of things. Yeah, and they're very transparent about it. I think uh, they're also a really great example of how a business can succeed on Snapchat um, because you are literally taken into all of their meetings, all of their production, um, manufacturing, that sort of thing. Um, and they really have found a way to cut out the middleman and still make really top quality, beautiful pieces that you want to wear that last, that don't cost a fortune. Do they have a style? Is there an Everlane, you know, sort of aesthetic? Yes, for sure. I think I think what's also, I mean, like you said, Mara, it's just they are sort of, in a way, they are changing the way we shop, I think, because they, they were sort of the pioneers of direct-to-consumer, meaning, like you said, cutting out the middleman and just sourcing and then selling direct. So, you know, not having stores and selling everything on the site at a really, really great price point and placing that as the priority over everything else, I think. But then also, like, backing it up with really, really great quality. And I think, you know, their style to me is, like, very sort of clean, minimal, a little bit unisex, mm-hmm. I think. Um, it's basics, but it's basics that you can wear, you know, to the office, to cocktails, to, you know, on the weekend. It's um, it's a really great collection, and I feel like every piece that they add, they just added kids. I think that came out this week, and everything that they do is very, very well thought out, and, um, you know, it's a great site. They also have great weekend bags, mm-hmm. great oh. duffels. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. yeah. That sounds exactly like the kind of stuff you want to pack, though. Basics that are mm-hmm. you know, versatile yep. and layerable and useful and usable. I mean, aren't we all just sort of asking for that kind of clothing when we're traveling? Absolutely, yeah. yeah. And that's what we considered with every item of clothing that we featured in the gift guides as well. Like, how practical is this? How usable is it? Yep. So, like, it, a lot of it's glow in the dark in case you get lost at night. In a, in no, a, that's a, just the cord talk. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, that's just the cord. Oh, I misunderstood. I misunderstood. Excuse taco. me. Excuse me. All right, Sorry. let's swing it around. We've done it. We did a, a guide for uh, business travelers this year. Um, 
Paul, I know you worked on this a little bit. Mara, you worked on this a little bit. What, what are some of the highlights there? Well, one of my big highlights in this one was, was advocating for the second tablet. Now, I think everybody's feeling like overburdened already by their phone and their tablet. But my thinking here was this um, Asus ZenPad. It's 300 bucks. It weighs about as much as a feather. Uh, in my estimation, and it's you know obviously has its own battery life. So for me, this is like the thing that you play games on the plane, you watch a movie on the plane, you download a bunch of shows, and you binge on your shows on the plane. And then when you land, you know your work tablet or sort of your phone, which is everyone's I think primary computer these days, still has a full charge and you're ready to go because you've used your sort of secondary super lightweight tablet that you didn't even realize was in your bag to begin with. So I love this thing for uh, three hundred bucks. What do you get for the three hundred bucks? Is it sixty four gigs? Like is I think it it's a thirty two gig. But, the, but critically on this device, and and we're we're definitely edging into nerd territory with the specs and data and all that stuff. But it has expandable memory, so you can load up sort of separate SD cards with all the shows and videos you want to watch. Plug those in, and you're good to go with additional memory on board. So you got plenty of stuff to watch for a long flight. Yeah. Mara, what were you excited about here? Well, again, I was really excited about a lot of the clothing items that fit into this category. Everlane was one of them um, in particular. We also had a great bag for storing your high heels because who was going to wear high heels on a plane? Um, hopefully no one. <laughs> hopefully no one. Um, and I, I really, really loved the Lotif zipper pouch. Um, Lotif is a, another stellar, stellar company made in America. They're super hands-on, really, really involved in every aspect of putting together their pieces, their briefcases and bags. Um, and I thought this pouch was so much cooler than a briefcase. Um, it's really sleek. It's light. It keeps all of your documents in one place and it can still fit your laptop too. So just very, very efficient, but beautiful. Something that you want to have that you're going to be proud to display all in one package. Or give to someone you love. Well, that's true. It is a gift guide. I would yeah. accept any of these things, actually. Yeah, my number one gift is on here. Wait, wait, tell us. So I can get it for you. Oh my God, so everyone can get it for me. We can Perfect. And you'll have five. Perfect, my plan is working. Secret Santa, not so secret Santa. Um, So my number one gift um, for travel would be the Shinola travel Mm. set, which is a shearling um, neck pillow and matching shearling eye mask. Um, And it's just, it's super luxe and cozy. And I think for business travelers, when, you know, you need to, a lot of the time, actually try and get legitimate sleep on a plane, and that's super difficult. So I think that um, these would be a good help. I also think that, you know, when I travel, I always try and think of what I can bring with me that sort of is the most tactile because, you know, all your other senses are kind of dulled when you're on a plane, right? Like you can't taste anything, you can't hear anything, you can't smell anything, and but you can, <laughs> um, you know. You're but travel is fun, though. It's right? fun, though. <laughs> Travel's through, great. Through your swollen we fingertips, travel. you can... I mean, but I think you can make it more fun um, with things that you get on our gift guide. No, um, I do. I do love the idea that all of your sort of all of your your plane recommendations are things to make flying better, which is which is so desperately needed. Well, that's what I mean. It's like no one else is going to do it for us. But totally. you, if you get on the plane and then are like, I'm miserable, then you kind of only have yourself to blame. So I think doing something like bringing, you know, something that feels really comforting or really soft or really cozy. And that's just you know that always works for me. So, um. but can I ask a question about the neck, uh, the neck pillows? Mm-hmm. Because I've always struggled with these. I feel like they work okay when you lean the seat back, but when you don't lean the seat back, I feel like it just adds more forward motion to your neck. Like, what's the secret here? I don't put it around <laughs> my neck. <laughs> I just what? Oh, wait a minute! Oh, wait, wait, wait! Hold the press. I don't, I don't, I don't either. I don't, I don't think that's comfortable. Yeah. But what do you? Wait, do with where this? do you push it? it up? 
Yeah, I just sort of smush it up like on your like mm-hmm. cheek, mm-hmm. like yeah. you fold it right. over. Tip meter. Yeah, is redlining. Um, <laughs> okay, so so neck pillow. Don't put it around your neck, ladies and gentlemen. That's... I don't think so. And get one that feels like that feels really amazing. Because even sometimes if there's like you know, I'm, but why I'm... not just get re- a regular pillow? Like why do you need the neck the neck pillow? Just get like a little kids pillow or something. That I think works too. This one I like because I like that it's shearling because I feel like that is a very sort Super of soft. again it's like this tactile thing. I'm a nervous flyer, so if there's turbulence, I can sort of sit and like. <laughs> Pet it a little, <laughs> and it makes me feel better. Um, are, you, are you a nervous flyer? I'm a terrible flyer. Same, terrible, terrible. So it's another podcast. <laughs> I think that is another podcast. Yeah, that's a that's one for 2016. Like yeah. To that, <laughs> so yeah, so I think um, I love the that Shinola set and the. Um, what what was the luggage that was in the business travelers? What's our pick for for business travelers in terms of the the, the luggage? Oh, that was my pick. I love the the zero Halliburton. This is the you know if you're thinking Halliburton, yeah, is that the Halliburton? You know, I I am not clear on the heritage of the brand, but I do think that there was a connection because you know if you hear zero Halliburton, a lot of people go, I don't I don't know what that is. I've heard of Halliburton that company, but you almost certainly know this suitcase, right? It's the aluminum kind of metal, um, like raw metal case that, you you know, it's always the guy with the, with the stacks full of money in this case, like manacled to his arm in the, in the heist movies. That's the kind of look of this suitcase. And I think it's like, you know, we see this real trend in, in luggage design right now towards hard cases, um, spinner wheels, which I don't think work as well as the inline wheels myself, but, uh, it's one of these classic looks, and I think if you travel a lot, you really should invest in awesome luggage, whether it's a carry-on, whether it's a suitcase, you know, whatever your taste is, you know, it's going to take a beating even, you know, if you're careful with it, so why not get something that's made out of aircraft-grade aluminum and also looks totally sweet Paul, while you're Paul, taking it down. What sort of I mean, you, you walk through a security checkpoint with one of these, and you're turning heads in the best way possible. I mean, they're just ultimately awesome. The only problem is they start around 650 bucks, so I really got to spring for it. So, Paul, no, if you're going to invest in a suitcase, what, what sort of scratch are you looking at? I mean, I know this is this is something you're going to have for a long time. You're going to use a lot if you're a big traveler. What are we looking at? I know they can get expensive, but what would you say is yeah, like the Yeah, absolutely. Range? I mean, you know, if you're going to buy one of these for 650 bucks, you know, it's it's a decent chunk of change to spend on something, you know, when you could spend 650 bucks to spend the weekend in Puerto Rico. Um, but, you know, you look at other luxury brands um, and they're charging about the same for their suitcases, if not more. Uh, and this one's made out of aircraft grade aluminum. So you can beat the hell out of it and it's going to look even better than it did before. Mm-hmm. Contrast that with something that's maybe a little bit more refined that is not going to show that wear as well. It, it, to the discussion we were having with Mark last time that you and Mark were having about the wheels. Are oh, the yeah, wheels the wheels, in? yeah. Are the innies or the outies? What's the deal there? there we, we go for the innies, right? The, the sort of the inline skate brand wheels that, that go Can't inside the... Yeah, exactly. They, they fit inside the sort of the cube of the suitcase, if you can picture that. And that way they don't snap off. Like the four-wheel spinner suitcases, very easy to maneuver, but very easy also to damage um, especially if you have to, you know, check them in, or you know, God forbid, gate check them if the overhead bins are full. God forbid. <laughs> There's nothing worse than a gate check. There's nothing other worse than, than a gate check. an actual check. I don't know. I think gate check is, ba- yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Okay. There you go. And 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 so the the other thing, one of the other things that we that we did in that guide was the the hotel stationery, which I thought was really mm-hmm. cool. 
The her- these are the Herb Lester hotel notepads. Herb Lester. Um, what they are basically like the classic hotel notepads that you would get at you know someplace like the Chateau Marmont. But they are the twist is that they are all from fictional hotels. So you have the Overlook Hotels, oh, Imagined, Stationary. Oh. You have um, the hotel in Twin Peaks. Um, oh, the, um, the Agatha Christie Bertram Hotel, uh, the Royal <laughs> Royal Imperial Windsor Arms from National Lampoon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so those are fun. And then, so uh, as long as we're talking about business travelers, why don't we just skew a little bit left and talk about tech a little bit, mm. which is near and dear to my heart. So one of the things, we were talking about this a little bit before the show, and I wish Laura were here because we could talk about the Apple Watch. Maybe I'll talk about the Apple Watch a little bit, but uh, she and I differ on the Apple Watch, so that one is always a fun little debate. Well, it's just not there yet, right? It's simple. She thinks it is. She yeah. thinks it is, and I think it's qu- and it's not quite. So um, we we tend to fight about that. But in the, in the tech category, what were some of the things that you guys were most excited about? I'm super uh, amped for something called the Zolt Charger. Oh, we had a good, this so piece did really well for us. Yeah, okay, it is a very is cool device that sort of is so simple that you are wondering why it wasn't thought of before. So it's basically a lipstick-sized cylinder, and instead of like a plug-in for your phone or a plug-in for your, for your computer charger, uh, this thing does it all in one. It has three plugs. It, it has some sort of magical voltage uh, regulator. Sort of, sort of a magical voltage regulator, exactly. Yeah. Basically, <laughs> you can leave all of your chargers at home, take the Zolt charger, and charge everything you need from something that's basically the size of a chapstick. So it's revolutionizing the way I'm packing. I think mm-hmm. the way most of us are going to pack this year. Uh, it's a hundred bucks, and it means that you don't have this huge tangle of cords in your bag, and you don't have a bunch of weird chargers. All you take is this one thing, and everything from your laptop to your phone to your friend's phone to your new friends in the airport who need to charge their phones. I was going to say, everybody, yeah. everybody is, you know, for the better for this thing being invented in, in the world. Yeah, I read one of the things I read sometime was that the best way to make friends in an airport is to have a multi-port charger. <laughs> Yeah. Because everybody's looking for one of these. Yeah, absolutely. Turn one charger into three or more, and, and people are good to go. Yeah, the, this was a great one. Um, and the piece did really well for us, which means that there's like uh, this is a problem that everybody has. Everybody can't deal with this, plus the taco, plus the reindeer taco, the, yeah. the Rudolph taco. I think you're in really great shape. Right? I know. It's not the sexiest thing in the world to talk about power management, but if you travel you know, <laughs> twice a month, this is a real issue that you deal with. You know, It's like these weird cords in the bottom of your bag, and you're always grabbing the wrong charger. You get to your destination, and you don't know how to charge your phone because I get the thing from the last phone that I had. This is sort of the solution to all of your problems involving batteries. Yeah. And it looks pretty cool, too. It does look cool. It looks cool. <laughs> it does look cool. Yeah. yeah. Puts my Mophie to shame. Oh. <laughs> but we did have a Mophie as well. What's different about this Mo- what's the What's the Mophie that we have here? The iGlaze Ion. That one is a... Uh, this is a battery charger for your phone, right? Have one of these mm-hmm. cases with Sorry, the battery charger. Yeah. yeah, what's a, <laughs> what's the what's different about the Mophie? Why is it, uh, the Mophie? I feel like Mophie wins this all the time. Why Can I be negative Mophie about win? Mophie for a second? Yeah, be, be go ahead. They spent so we also had a great piece in our in our uh, 2015 gift guide about smartphones that are great for traveling. So they spend billions of dollars in R&D to develop these smooth, handsome smartphones that fit in your pocket. They're, they're, they're well-designed. They feel great in your hand. Why are you going to take this thing that they spent years developing and shroud it 
in heavy plastic. And that's a, that's, a, that's a stance, I think it's a controversial stance, and often the people who are most opposed to me are the ones being like, dude, the reason your phone's dying after three hours is because I've got this handy dandy device that keeps it charged for 200% longer than it normally would. And that's the segue into why the Mophie's good. I mean, I think it would have been, right after we put the guide up, Apple released their own, you know, um, battery pack that's supposed to go on the back of the iPhone. And it is basically looks just like a Mophie. It's kind of got the little battery bulge at the back. So I, the market, that one hasn't really come out and hit the market yet. So it's hard to say. Mophie's been around for a number of years and they kind of are at the top of this heap, right? And I think one of the things that this particular unit is is does better than others is it sort of adapts it's got you can have a, it's got a case that you can use when you're not using the battery charger and you can use the battery charger and you really can't tell that yeah there's a little bit of a difference but i think it, it it does a better job than most things on the market and this is one of the reasons why we liked it is because it does a better job than most things on the market at at, at sort of disguising itself as a battery pack and it looks mm -hmm. more just like a case mm -hmm. right and it still protects the phone you know I mean, which is another topic unto itself. But, um, but yeah, I mean, the smartphone piece that you were talking about is fits into the tech category reasonably well. Um, and I think, you know, Paul was talking about this before we came on air. Like, at some level, you know, this has been a great year for smartphones. It's been a huge year for Apple, and it's been a huge year for Android. Um, and I think, you know, the big thing with the big story here really is not so much Apple's evolution. You know, at the end of the day, if you can afford it, yeah, buy an iPhone. But the fact is that iPhones are really, really expensive. And, you know, the, the, I, the OS, and this is my thing, this is, which I said in the piece, is that, you know, the OS needs an update. You know, I feel like Android has advanced more than iOS has in the last few years. And if you're on a budget or if you're cost conscious in any way at all, the fact is that in 2015, you know, with what came out with the Google Nexus 6P or even the 5X, you know, I think you can spend far less money. And especially if you're a traveler, you can have a phone that you can take internationally and use really, really easily. You can buy a SIM when you go to, you know, I was in Spain last summer. I went to uh, drop into the Vodafone in, in, uh, in Madrid and picked up a, a SIM for $15. And I had like instant, you know, sort of massive data package that I was not going to have to re-up for at least two or three weeks, um, which was plenty of time for me, and just drop it into the phone, and the phone works. You know? Can we talk about that for a second? Buying SIM cards in the country that you're visiting is just a game changer, and it makes life so much easier. And a lot of people will say, no, get your international data plan. You know what I say? I say, get off the plane. The first thing you do is make a beeline for the first cellular store you can find. You spend no more than 20 bucks depending on where you're going and you have well euros if you're in Europe and well, wherever euros, or wherever you are I'm talking about slightly dollars. more down market destinations my own personal experience but oh my god how much fun is that you can get on Snapchat and Instagram and you can just start sharing your social media and I will say that the Google phone is much easier transition however the iPhone does allow kind of an easy transition if you have a simple um, paper clip 
Well, the software, the software is definitely the apps are better on the iPhone. The app ecosystem is better, but Paul is a different Paul is a different solution to this particular problem. Well, yeah, I, I'm a big believer in the T-Mobile free data in oh, any country. Yeah, that's amazing. Uh, and amazing. you know, they're they're adding countries all the time to their to their plan, and you basically can use your phone as if you were at home, no matter where you go. And they've sort of done away with this idea of roaming charges, which is really genius. And you you pay a little bit in terms of the speed of the network. But to me, being able to use your own phone in, in the own way that you're used to um, using it at home is really phenomenal. But absolutely, I think we're, we've all become, whether we like to admit it or not, tethered to our phones. And we do like to use them the same way when we're on the road as we do at home. We like having Google Maps. We like having our social media. We like this sort of ability to call our friends or text our friends or WhatsApp our friends when we're uh, somewhere fun and being able to stay in touch. Whether Ordering it's with Ubers. Ordering Ubers. No matter absolutely. where you are, an Uber will be there. Yeah. Ubering in Mexico City is definitely the way to go. And, you know, those things are all accessible on your phone these days, whether you have an iPhone or an Android phone. I think those, those walls are kind of collapsing a little bit between the systems. Yeah. Hey, guys, can I ask one question before we wrap up? If we all went around the table and we picked one thing from this gift guide, we would buy somebody as a, as a present, what would it be? Oh, it depends on who the person is. Well, say it's your, say it's your significant other. A dickie. Oh. That, that was my answer, Jaina. <laughs> Too bad. Shoot, I gotta think of something else now. Now we're going clockwise, so it's Brad's. No, no price point. I would definitely buy my boyfriend a Ferrari. Oh, Without a easy doubt. cop out. He deserves one, and cop I deserve out. to drive it when he's not driving it. <laughs> uh, lovely Mara Walters, what would what would your answer um, be? Oh, thank you, Calder. So I wanted to give a shout-out to a, a smaller gift guide that we haven't talked about yet, which is our picks from the best museum gift shops around the Ooh, world. Oh, that's clever. Um, it's a very, very um, interesting and unique assortment. I think it is particularly timely not only because of gifts, but because so many people are traveling. And I think when you go to a museum, they're often, they're often quite generic, and they're very large, and it's easy to overlook some of the really special things in it. Um, so, for example, we highlighted the Met, which is obviously a tried-and-true museum and gift shop, and I think one would probably gravitate toward a book or a painting rendering. Um, but if you did that, you would miss the really beautiful Spanish lusterware by this fourth-generation ceramicist um, that they have in a corner of the shop. Um, his name's Arturo Mora Benevent. Um, same goes for the Broad in Los Angeles. They have these wonderful life-size resin sculptures um, of two artists' hands together. Um, so my pick would definitely be from that guide, and the pick that I would recommend are these amazing ivory walrus sculptures from the Anchorage Museum in Alaska. Um, the ivory in Alaska um, is the last legally obtained ivory in the world, um, and it is obtained only by original the original people of, of Alaska, and they make these really beautiful, intricate walrus sculptures that you can only get at the museum. So something from there would certainly be my pick. Well, I th this, this, this piece I, I also thought was great because these are the kinds of, of, of places you can go to. The, the gifts are unique, mm -hmm. right? They're you won't really, find them anywhere else yeah, in the world. Yeah, you can't find yeah. them anywhere else. And so it's a great place to go and and get something for someone that feels completely, completely specific mm -hmm. to that person. Mm -hmm. Really great opportunity to do yeah. that. Um, Paul, what do you... I would say the moment lenses. These are mm -hmm. um, glass attachable lenses that turn your smartphone photos from sort of pretty good to super amazing because they have um, either wide angle or telephoto lenses. They snap on the back of your phone and it sort of 
turn your images into things that you would never believe came out of a smartphone. They're very, very cool for 100 bucks. Do they work like, how do they compare to DSLR, DSLR uh, lenses? Uh, I mean, they can show you sort of the same image if they're of the same uh, focal length. But uh, they're much easier to carry around because they're much smaller. Yeah, and what do you? <laughs> Cloud OKC. And what, what do you get? Uh, and what do you get in the package that they sell? The, the the basic package. Well, there's just a little mounting plate that that uh, lets you affix them to the back of your phone, and then the lens itself. I mean, they're they're very small. You know, picture maybe four quarters stacked up. That's about the size of the lens. Yeah. So it's really, 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 really thin. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. Jaina. There's actually another something that's on our under 50 gift guide um, that I thought was really cool. And it's basically, I like it because um, since, as I already said, I am not uh, super into tech products, but I like things that are sort of nice marriage between tech and non. And we have a sort of retro um, photo projector that works by, you just put your phone you just sort of slide your phone into it, and then it projects your photos onto the wall, um, which I kind of like the idea of being able to look at photos that way. And my husband's a photographer, so maybe that would be something I would. Oh, that sounds get him. great! Like the 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 carousel, the Kodak carousel. Exactly, kind of and we would we would run down the the Don Draper Mad Men speech, and I would get to be Don Draper. Oh, <laughs> fantastic! <laughs> We didn't. We did, we talked a little bit about luggage, um, but we didn't. We didn't talk a whole lot about it. Is there any particular piece of luggage that you guys who have been working on these are feel like are super excited about? Um, there's a carry-on that we featured um, also by This Is Ground, makers of the Cord Taco, and it comes with Wi-Fi. Um, what? S- yeah. So How does that work? It comes with. They partnered with Karma. Um, which is a company that creates these small Wi-Fi, help me out. Hotspots, right? Yes. Do they call them hotspots? They do call yeah. them hotspots. So, so the bag has a Karma hotspot. I thought that's what my dog got when they got sick. <laughs> <laughs> Not okay. in this case. <laughs> yeah, so it turns your bag basically into a portable hotspot. Um as well as carrying all your stuff. As right? well as carrying all your stuff. And the way that Karma works is that if, so you're using it and then it's an open network. So if people are, so say you're in a cafe or something and people are joining the network for everybody who joins, um, you get more bandwidth for, yes. for your own for your own uh, consumption later. That's very cool. Yeah. That's very cool. And you don't have to then ask the people for the for the Wi-Fi, Wi-Fi password. Right. You don't have to deal with this whole sort of nonsense. You just carry your own hotspot in your bag already. That's very cool. Yeah. Is it a carry-on bag? It's carry-on bag. It's beautiful. It's really great leather. They make everything in L.A. Um, it's super sturdy, and it fits, you know, I'm sure it will fit a couple of changes of clothes. You know, it's like a great weekend bag. Um, and you can get it actually with or without the the Wi-Fi option, but everybody should opt for the Wi-Fi. Opt for the Wi-Fi because you're always going to want it. <laughs> yeah. Even when you say you're going on a disconnect vacation, you're, you're going to want, you're gonna want that Wi-Fi. Yeah. I'm a big believer in everybody having like eight different weekend bags because they're different kind of weekend trips. Mm-hmm. So the more weekend bag recommendations I can get, the better. All right. One question, lightning round. Um, what's your top secret for sleeping on a plane, Paul? I wish I had one. <laughs> it's the easiest answer ever. Yeah, my dad's a pharmacist. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> NyQuil PM. <laughs> All right, that didn't go as well as we hoped. <laughs> but, but like, really, like, sorry. Yeah, like, take your shoes off and 
My dad's a pharmacist. Okay, like second lightning answer. round question. Recline or, or do not recline on a sub-six-hour flight? Oh, recline the second the second you can. You are, you're, He's you, asking wait, Paul. Wait your turn. <laughs> Paul Brady. Sub-six hours, I'm not reclining. Oh, well, you're missing out. Jaina. Don't recline. Try not to recline ever because the goal, as I said on the last podcast, when you're traveling is to try and be nice. You are the advocate of nice. <laughs> Calder. I mean, it's reclined fully from the beginning because that way the person behind you gets used to it fast. It's much worse <laughs> to do it like hours in. No, I'm serious That's because true. <laughs> because the person is gonna the person in front of you. Odds are the person in front of you is gonna recline, and nothing's worse than like a tiny person reclining. So like, it doesn't matter the size of the person. What matters is you got to protect your own. And you recline fully the second the turn seat ball sets off. It's the same tension we had last time. It's like nice versus it's get, not your, me. get your own. It's not claim me. Your, it's claim not your me territory. because your own knees are going to be forced into your neck. So why not? Does it help if the person if you rec- if the person in front of you reclines and then you recline? Does it actually help or is it just spreading the badness? No, it's called getting an aisle seat or extra leg room. Oh, but that's a different equation, Mara. I'm only five foot, so I don't typically recline because I have an advantage and I fit quite nicely in airplane seats. <laughs> Mara? I never recline, mostly because I'm just not a great flyer and it's, it's hard for me to get comfortable. And to Jana's point, I think it is a, I think it's a kindness to the people behind me I'm and I, that I expect from them, from the people in front of me as right. well. Right. That's don't the risk. Yeah, yeah, no. But you, at least you can feel I just smug. don't think. I just don't think it does much. You know, I just don't think it makes a big difference in terms of That's comfort. But it is kind of a prisoner's dilemma, right? Like, yeah, you yeah, know, you the, the person in front of you doesn't pay for your reclining. <laughs> yeah. they, they just inflict it on you. <laughs> yeah. All right. Be nice. Uh, for the second podcast in a row, we have a motto emerging. Um, so as we close out, uh, remember to visit us at cntraveler.com. We are also at Condé Nast Traveler on Facebook and on YouTube. And we are at CN Traveler on Instagram, Twitter, and Snapchat. Um, let's go around the table, everybody. Give your favorite handle where you want people to follow you. Paul? Oh, you can find me on Twitter at P underscore Brady. Jaina? You can find me on Instagram at uh, JW Malary. Calder? You can find me at your favorite local Starbucks. Drinking a flat white? I only drink almond milk lattes. Oh my God. Mara? Um, you can find me on Instagram. It's at Mara Philly, M-A-R-A-F-I-L-I. And uh, Mora. Instagram, Mora underscore Walters. Um, and Mora is spelled like Laura with an M. And I'm at <laughs> Brad Rick, and that is it. Uh, we will see you next week where we will have a big reveal. Join us uh, for uh, our second to last podcast of the year. Thanks, everybody, and have a great weekend. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.